Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Friday, October 7th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. everyone welcome back to rocket city lift i'm tara bolger and i'm brett goodman and we come to you three times a week to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day happy friday we're gonna read um the parable of the what's what's the parable of this we're gonna good read samaritan. a parable the good samaritan yeah 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 that one that guy that guy uh-huh yeah uh in just a minute <laughs> it's friday for me too even though it's only not <laughs> Let's start with prayer and hope that I get a personality transplant. (laughs) Let's pray. Lord God, as we come to your word, may you reveal something new about who you are. May you reveal something new about your grace and your love and your mercy. And as we ponder on these great things, these great gifts that you have given to us, the inheritance that we have received, may we be willing to go out and change and to gift them to the world. We pray this all in your name. Amen. Amen. Listen now to Luke's Gospel, the 10th chapter, verses 25 through 37. Just then a lawyer stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he said, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said to him, what is written in the law? What do you read there? The lawyer answered, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and your neighbor as yourself. And Jesus said to him, You have given the right answer. Do this and you will live. But wanting to justify himself, he asked Jesus, And who is my neighbor? Jesus replied, A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell into the hands of robbers who stripped him, beat him, and went away, leaving him half dead. Now by chance, a priest was going down that road, and when he saw him, well, he passed by on the other side. So likewise, a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, while traveling, came near him. And when he saw him, he was moved with pity. He went to him and bandaged his wounds, having poured oil and wine on them. Then he put him on his own animal, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. The next day he took out two denarii, gave them to the innkeeper, and said, Take care of him, and when I come back, I will repay you whatever more you spend. Which of these three do you think? was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of robbers. The lawyer said, The one who showed him mercy. Jesus said to him, Go and do likewise. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. Dara, for our Friday fun question, who is someone in your life who never fails to make you laugh? Um, my family. I mean, um, Brian makes me laugh more than anyone. I think what I love about Brian too is that he can make me laugh with just a look because we know what each other's thinking. But my girls every day, I mean, they just crack me up. And when you asked that, I thought about, I think, I know I told you this, but a couple of weeks ago I was in the car with my youngest, Ryan, 
and we were listening to the podcast and I was reading a passage where it's Jesus's words. And so I said, listen now as Jesus speaks. And then I start reading and she's quiet for a minute. And then she goes, wow, Jesus sounds a lot like my mom. (laughs) (laughs) And she like just roasted me through the whole (laughs) podcast. So uh, if she hears the beginning of today's, she'll have lots of uh, fodder. But (laughs) who never fails to make you laugh? Uh, Definitely be my little brother. Um, He just has a way of looking at the world that is both uh, unique and clever uh, and ironic all at the same time. And I was trying to think of... Uh, the last thing he said that would be like appropriate to share on the podcast, but I couldn't. <laughs> there's, come nothing, up. there's nothing. There's nothing because that's a brother he for you. Wa- he walks a line. He just has this ability to say things that are completely inappropriate that I would never say, and the person he's saying to just rolls with. He just has that that ability about him to say inappropriate things, and people are fine with it. And yeah. I don't know. I would love for that to be me, but I don't know how he he <laughs> occupies that You're gonna space. You're going to need another line of work if yeah, that's, that's going to be you. That's true. But, that's true. Um, I can't. I hope yeah, I get a, to meet him. He sounds a, awesome. He's a computer programmer. He doesn't work with people, you know. Right. Yeah. It is funny, too, because, um, you know, as I mentioned on Wednesday, I've been sad because my uncle passed away. And so yesterday, Brian texted me um, outtakes of Zach Galifianakis filming between two ferns, like the bloopers. And like, he just knows me. And you know what? (laughs) That did make me laugh and smile. It was just what I needed. The other one was all the times Bill Hader um, has uh, broken character on SNL. (laughs) And um, so, yeah, those, I like to laugh. That's great. Uh, But to our scripture, what is Jesus's criteria for being a neighbor? Oh boy. It's simple, but not easy. Hmm. Um, the you know the lawyer answers it. It's the one who showed mercy, and like the dictionary definition of mercy is showing compassion to the powerless. And so the neighbor is the one who who loves really acts enacts love to this person who has nothing that they can give back. It also is a widening of who people think the gospel is going to be for because he's a Samaritan. So saying a Samaritan in the company that Jesus is saying it, everyone's like, ew, they're the worst, the worst worst of the worst. And so um, on the one hand, I think this is really a lesson about mercy, that we are to be a people who offer compassion to the powerless. And like I was telling you earlier, I have been thinking about how rarely I'm around the powerless because my life is usually surrounded with people who are like me. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's concerning. The other part of it is, you know, the neighbor is, you want to be, I guess the other part of it is, is that it's just a widening of who we think we should interact with and love and care for. It's bigger than we thought. And so paying attention to who needs us is is uh that's how we define neighbor and at once that makes it um unimaginably broad how can i possibly be the kind of neighbor jesus is calling me to be but on the other hand i take comfort because it's the one who was right in front of him do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like sometimes i have to pray i think this will be my prayer in the coming few days which is 
please show me who I should show mercy to. Please show me the people who need my compassion. Put them in my path. Jesus isn't saying necessarily, there was a man who searched all over town for anyone who might, but it's the people who you interact with who need mercy. That was a whole lot of rambling. Apparently I'm all over the place. Those were all good points. Those were all... all, Uh, You didn't didn't land anywhere that I was like, ooh, I don't know about that one, Dirk. Yeah, I think you're dead on when we're talking about who our neighbor is and, and the people that, you know, Jesus is, um, sometimes I think that I'm, I just started out with 12 thoughts at once. Um, I was trying to digest That's everything you said it. and then respond to it all at the same time. Jesus and talking about the Samaritans, you know, sometimes I think we as uh, Americans think, not think, but it sometimes feels like we invented, you know, racism and things like that. But it has, been, it has been around forever and it's all around the world today and uh, it was certainly around. It's tribalism. It's tribalism. Which you know, is you, understandable. You needed to know who was safe. Yep. And it was the people in your tribe. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a this is a religious tribalism. This is a uh, national tribalism. There is there is there is deep hatred uh, uh, for these people who are, you know, ironically closest to it's the people that are closest to us uh yeah. that we sometimes dislike the most and the samaritans come from come from uh the israelite nation in some ways and so uh what jesus is doing is widening uh that that even the people that we that we really don't like for that we think their tribe is out to get us that those are our neighbor who we are called to show mercy and compassion and love to um it is a it is a challenge of um you know of not just loving those who are uh, in our tribe um and as and as you say you know there are i think there are moments in life where you're called to to go out but sometimes i think maybe you just need eyes to look in the ditch of your normal path um yeah. you know this is this is a road that is very well traveled um this is probably something this per- travel this road that this traveler has gone many times before uh but eyes to look to the side and see where there is brokenness in the midst of his own daily walk uh and respond to that is is definitely the hardest thing because when I go through my day, um, I'm thinking about all the things that I have to do. I'm thinking about all the things that would make the day successful for me. I'm thinking about all the things I have to get done so then I can go home and not do anything because that's my ultimate goal is to not do anything. Uh, and this is a call to disrupt that, to have eyes for the broken uh in my path. And sometimes those are within my own tribe, right, uh, who are yeah. perhaps... Uh, having a strong face but there is there is a brokenness that is ready to come out with a single question um and so having eyes and ears and hearts that are open and looking for that you know i think i think that's why i love church community so much because it's where you practice yeah right um and it's a low bar because most of the people are like us in some way. We know we have the same beliefs, but it's not easy to live in community with people. Mm-hmm. And so it's this chance to constantly practice grace over and over again so that hoping when we step foot outside and it's a Samaritan in the ditch, we've had a little practice with grace. And so maybe we're able to offer it. Um, 
And I do think that's why it makes the church the greatest hope for the world. I agree. With that, we will end with a quote from Abraham Lincoln, who said, I have always found that mercy bears richer fruits than strict justice. I love that one. Thank you all for being with us. We'll be back again on Monday. We hope you have a wonderful and safe weekend. Uh, May each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen. Amen.